Welcome to the Sleeping Outside the Box podcast. I'm your host, Doron Lazarus, integrated sleep coach and founder of the Sleep Coach Academy, where we check in every week with tips and tricks from the latest in the field to be able to allow you to get your sleep, your health, and your life back on track. So let's go ahead and dive in. Okay, welcome back. I would love to speak this week a little bit about sleeping as people get older on in years. I was invited to speak this Wednesday at the Jewish Workshops Aging with Purpose conference, and it got me thinking a lot of ideas about as people get older, how their sleep changes, and what practical advice we could give people as they're maturing in age to regain their once wonderful sleep. So point number one, and we're just going to speak in generalities. Obviously, I could speak for hours on this topic, but I just want to give you a few points to think about and feel free to reach out for a consultation if there's anything specifically you had in mind. But point number one is the fact that you're getting older doesn't mean you should be chronically exhausted. If a doctor just tells you, well, you know, terrible sleep, chronic fatigue, that's just a part of getting older, which I've heard, by the way. Don't buy that narrative. There is a lot that can be done. I think that for a lot of people, they've been kind of holding it together for their first few decades of life. But as they get older, their body and their mind, they kind of start telling on them things that they were able to get away with eating or not exercising or other bad sleep hygiene. They kind of just pulled through in their youth. They were able to bounce back. And as people's bodies get older, they become a little bit less forgiving. Sometimes that's just more of a reality check of, hey, maybe I'm not sleeping as well as I did. And now's time that I have to pay attention to my health. I can't just assume that things are going to work the same way that they always did. But as opposed to viewing that as a challenge, I think it can be a wake-up call. It can be a time where we can really invest in our health, in getting everything in line. I think sleep becomes increasingly important as we age in our overall immunity our balance, our coordination, our mental health, all of the things that we need are so vital to our thriving well into our 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s and above. Sleep becomes a something that we really have to focus on. Now, I do believe, as medical science has proven, that sleep does change as you age. And to not run away from that, but really to embrace that, sometimes clients are stuck in the mindset that, oh my gosh, my sleep is getting worse and I have to I have to go back to sleeping like I did when I was a teenager. I still need nine or 10 hours of sleep. Maybe that's true, but maybe it's not. Maybe your body can actually get away and thrive on a lot less sleep. So I really encourage people, even their sleep personalities can change as they get older. Maybe their whole life they were a a night person or a morning person, and now that they're retired, maybe that changes. Maybe they're naturally getting up very early, and as opposed to getting up, be scared of that, of, oh my gosh, I used to sleep until 9 o'clock in the morning every morning, and now I'm up at 5.30, embrace that. 
embrace that new lifestyle, be creative, get outside, have fun. The morning is a glorious time. And you know what? If you have to take a nap a little bit later in the afternoon because you were up at 5.30, then so be it. Oh, what do you mean? When I was working, I never needed a nap. How can I take a nap now? If your schedule allows for it, and that's what your body naturally is telling you, then go for it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I would encourage that the naps don't become too long. I would say anywhere between 20 minutes to an hour is a sweet spot. I think when people start getting longer naps, then they start interrupting their night's sleep. But I think that's very much an individual decision based upon your goals, your chronotype, and what works best for you. I think as people get older, it's worth really uncovering underlying issues that we cannot keep sweeping them under the rug, both in terms of physical health and mental health. I think a lot of anxiety issues come up later in life that we're kind of holding it together and suppressing it in our younger years. And as people get older, perhaps there's more stress of their own, uh, you know, their own pending mortality, people's challenges with their own health issues, new uh, issues with now both kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, in-laws, and complex family relationships, issues of finding meaning and purpose. Maybe they're retiring from their job or transitioning. All of those things can really come out in their sleep. And as opposed to continuing to ignore and suppress them, to use this opportunity where maybe you have more time, more free time, more flexibility, to really invest in your mental health to gain awareness and learn tools and techniques that can allow you to be more balanced, to be, develop an inner sense of calm, maybe to take up on yoga or meditation, having more stress busters like walking outside, take, doing sports, getting more fresh air. If your schedule allows for it, this is really a time to invest. We do not believe that old age is a place to just fall back and be a victim to life happening to you. But at whatever age you are, to recognize that there are things that I can improve, I can change, I can learn, I can grow, that's an essential ingredient in life no matter what age you're at. I think for a lot of people, especially our male listeners, you want to be able to identify any underlying apnea. Because if even mild apnea, apnea, for those who don't know, is where we actually stop breathing or have limited breathing in the middle of the night. And this can cause poor quality of sleep. It can cause us to wake up gasping for air. It can cause a lot of issues that can have major ramifications on so many systems in our body. So if you're concerned that you do have sleep apnea, or maybe you know you have sleep apnea, but you kind of thrown your CPAP machine by the wayside. Now's a time to really address those issues. Whether you go back to conventional approaches or you work with someone on a more natural, holistic approach as we work with in our practice. You don't want to ignore sleep apnea because the cumulative effects that it's taking on your body are only going to get worse with age. So definitely look into that. I think also another wake-up call that people have as they get older is a real talk about sleeping pills. You know, sleeping pills are known to have long-term side effects, especially on older patients. Falling in the middle of the night, relationship with cancer, dementia, and Alzheimer's, 
I'm not trying to scare you and certainly discuss all of these decisions with your doctor before you make any changes in your medication. But to think about if you are on sleeping pills, is it a matter of habit or a matter of necessity? Did you go on them earlier in life and you've just remained on them without any clear plan moving forward? Is there an underlying tension or anxiety or stress that you really need to address and the sleeping pills are just masking over? I think it's important that as people get older, they do start asking these questions and use this as an opportunity to potentially wean off the pills that they can have natural pill-free sleep for the rest of their, your life. I remember one of my first clients was actually an 85-year-old clinical psychologist in Jerusalem. And she had come to me and she had been on sleeping pills for 20 years. And within about a month and a half, she had kicked them completely. And I thought that was phenomenal, both in terms of her being open and vulnerable, despite the fact that she was a seasoned healthcare professional, as well as the fact that she was able to come off so many years of sleeping pills and sleep naturally for the rest of her life. So all of these questions, as opposed to running away from the maturation process, I want you to embrace it. I want you to use it as an opportunity to learn about your body and mind. And if you do need to work with someone to be able to improve the quality of your sleep, to embrace that process, to learn the skills, the holistic health, the mental health techniques, that you can rebalance your body and mind to have strong sleep and energy for the rest of your life. This has been Doron Lazarus with the Sleeping Outside the Box podcast. If you're interested in learning more about how to solve your sleep issues once and for all, or to become an integrative sleep coach and help those around you, go ahead and check out our website at sleepcoachacademy.org. There you can learn more details and fill in an application if you're interested in any of our services. Sleep well, and we look forward to seeing you in the next edition of 